and welcome. This is uh, your host, Attorney Alan Edmonds. As many of you know from earlier podcasts, we've been doing these for over a year, one or two new podcasts every week. Um, as you know, I'm a licensed attorney and have been helping uh, people across the United States through uh, five different offices from the East Coast to the West Coast with security clearance problems, uh, Merit System Protection Board problems, which is federal employment problems, military upgrade problems, and uh, debarments. Uh, we help veterans, we help active duty military, and of course, we help the civilian community, DOD contractors and employees uh, with the federal government. Today's uh, podcast is um, a departure, somewhat, because what happens uh, when you folks get a job offer, you call me at 800-481-2526, and I welcome your calls. You call me and say, well, can we talk about some stuff that's in uh, my my past? I want to tell you some dark secrets that are in my past when I was either in college or uh, in a previous marriage or when I was at a different job. And uh, after doing this for over 40 years, the problems are pretty generic. And today they do reflect society and the culture. Today, we have more guideline D, sexual behavior problems under the directive of the National Security Adjudicative Guidelines. Uh, as you know, have 13 guidelines upon which the government can deny or revoke a clearance. Guideline D is more and more prevalent. You'll still have guideline F, financial, and uh Guideline B is foreign influence, foreign preference. It's taken on a different form, however, foreign influence, and that is that uh, many people are living with foreign nationals. The status of those foreign nationals is the concern for the United States government, especially if they're illegal or they've uh, overstayed their visa and they're in hiding. And unfortunately, they're in hiding in your living room. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, we also have guideline G, alcohol problems, guideline H, drug problems. But I want to give you some real life cases. This morning, I got a call from a mother and very proud of her son who is uh, getting out of college and wants to apply to the agency, also known as the CIA. And uh, he recently had a traffic incident, which in and of itself doesn't seem to be uh, much. Traffic violations are one thing. DUIs are more serious, driving under the influence. Hit and runs and, and uh, vehicular injury or manslaughter, big items. I've handled all those cases. This one was kind of interesting. She called and after giving me a long history of how wonderful her son is. Gifted student. She kept referring to him as an ideal individual. She said, well, he had a traffic incident. And I want to know if it's going to create problems. I said, well, what was it? And she said, well, he was speeding. Well, I deal with a lot of speeding cases. I did a case with an individual from Texas who had 
12 speeding tickets. And um, we were able to put together an incredible case of mitigation. And the judge granted the clearance. And that normally doesn't happen. 12 speeding, 12 speeding tickets is uh, really, really uh, a lot. But in this case, he was going 120 miles an hour on a road that had a 45 mile an hour speed limit. And I said, well, that is uh, serious, reckless conduct. It's life endangering. And I said, that's going to be a problem. He pled out. He had an attorney and uh, they reached a plea bargain, but it included incarceration. And, um, the incarceration was only for a period of four days, but nevertheless, it was incarceration, and he was on probation. So an otherwise unblemished record becomes a concern to the Department of Defense uh, under Guideline E, personal conduct, and Guideline J, criminal conduct, when it is a grievous, when it is so outrageous. Going 120 miles an hour is uh, incredible. And uh, so that becomes a problem. I also get the case of the gifted student who's graduating from a fantastic university with degrees in computer science or engineering. They partied like rock stars in undergraduate. Then they went on to graduate school and, uh, of course, performed very well academically. But they engaged in uh, extended drug use and uh, alcohol use, which is very typical, unfortunately, of college students. And uh, I was a college student at one time, but I'm not going to make a public confession. But in any event, uh, those activities suddenly become relevant. And they aren't at the forefront when you're popping a cold beer at a football game in college or you're at a fraternity party. But they become relevant. And everybody says, well, is that going to influence my security clearance? And the answer is yes, it can. And then we have guideline D, sexual behavior. Pornography is at an all-time high as far as the number of people that uh, use pornography, the number of people that um, engage in pornographic activities, and uh, the different elements of society that are expanding the sexual experience. Um, need I say more? And it's a huge issue for the Department of Defense. It's funny because marijuana use is now being uh, treated in a much milder fashion by the DOD. I think it'll be legalized at the federal level. It is not as of the time of this podcast, but marijuana used to used to be very, very serious, especially if you're in the military. Under Article 112 Alpha, you know that drug use was absolutely prohibited. The Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Coast Guard had a zero tolerance for drug use. So if you were caught on a year analysis or an informant turned you in and you were active duty, you were in front of uh, the CO, commanding officer, at an Article 15, or you went to court-martial. 
It's interesting, the Air Force treated uh, drug use probably more serious than the other branches of the service. And I know this because I have done courts martial for over 30 years before all branches and a marijuana use in the Navy or Marine Corps might wind you up in front of a judge at a special court martial, but in the Air Force, uh, you could be taken to a general court martial. So all of these behaviors, what I'm getting at is all of these behaviors can affect your uh, chances for a security clearance being granted. We've talked about employment a little bit, but let me uh, dive into that a little deeper. The biggest area about previous employment and work history is, number one, uh, how you left that employment. Did you resign or were you terminated? And then did you resign in lieu of termination? In other words, it was an agreement between you and the employer that we will show a resignation. However, it's understood that if you didn't resign, we were going to fire you. What they don't tell you, these various employers, is that they put this information in your personnel file. So when the Department of Defense gets your file, they see that it's a resignation in lieu of termination. And uh, you think, wow, this is great. I have a resignation on my record instead of a termination. But the Department of Defense gets the employment files from every job that you ever had. And... Uh, they have a different perspective on the nature of your departure from your employment. I've talked about college life and uh, there is age appropriate conduct. It's not a great argument, but we, it's one we make and uh, college associations. The big argument there is that you're no longer associating now that you've left college and you're in the employment world. You're not associating with the people from college. Uh, we've talked about traffic matters, and uh, they can be benign, and they can be unimportant, but they can be significant if the conduct is really outrageous. Um, so you've got to be careful. Another area that impacts your chance for success, and a lot of you don't see this coming, and I've done a podcast and YouTube videos on this, are interrogatories or what the, mil uh, what the government calls supplemental information requests, S-I-R. And don't confuse that with S-O-R, which is the uh, first document that is issued uh, against the individual to revoke or deny his clearance. Both S-O-R and S-I-R are extremely important. They should not be answered by the applicant unless there's no other uh, available option. What I'm saying is that often the FSO or the S2 or security officer will say, just write a one or two page explanation. You'll be good to go. That's absolutely false. Uh, you will not get uh, your clearance if you don't properly respond to the SOR. The supplemental information request or interrogatories are questions that the government asks you to explain in writing. You have a chance to totally stop the revocation process with the right 
response to an SIR. And you have the same option with the correct formal response to an SOR. The Edmonds Law Firm has been helping people for over 45 years. I said at the uh, beginning of this broadcast, you can reach us at 800-481-2526. We are experts in security clearance matters from the beginning all the way through the completion of an SF-86 to the response to SIRs, Supplemental Information Requests or Interrogatories, to the formal response to SOR, to attending the hearing. It's very important you understand the hearing. It's with a federal judge, a government attorney, a court reporter, yourself, and hopefully your attorney. And beyond that, even the appeals from the hearing, if you get an unfavorable ruling. And this office uh, does a lot of formal appeals to the appeal panel. And not just to DOHA, Doha, but also we appeal NRO, uh, CIA, FBI, uh, Department of Energy. And uh, all of this applies, too, to Merit Systems Protection Board. If you receive a notice of proposed action or a notice of suspension, um, we absolutely aggressively represent our clients' interests before all of those agencies. So I hope this has been helpful. If not, I hope it has stimulated uh, questions and thoughts in your mind so that you can call me at 800-481-2526. As I said, we have offices in California, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, and Washington, D.C., and we're here for you. We've been helping people win their clearances, defend their clearances, and appeal their clearances for a long, long time. Thank you for listening.